0: Today on the podcast, I have my beautiful friend, Janessa, who is also my personal trainer. And Janessa is a woman of faith. She is a female specific personal trainer. But most importantly, she is called to help women with their mindset, with their thought life, with thought patterns, so that they can be who God has created them to be. So In today's episode, I've asked Janessa to come on and we are going to have a conversation around people pleasing, because I know that that is something that we as particular as women can really struggle with. So I loved having Janessa on to have this conversation around the really practical things that we can do, as well as how our mind works, but also how the biblical truths that are behind this conversation. So I know that you're going to be blessed. Let's get into today's episode. Hey mama, do you want to balance maintaining your home, cooking, cleaning, all the things you have to do as a stay-at-home mom, whilst being present with your family? Do you find yourself up late at night, scattered, thinking about all the things you didn't get done and so need to do tomorrow? Is your greatest desire for your littles to know and love Jesus? Hey, I'm Elise. When I became a mum, I felt overwhelmed and wished that I could just stay on top of everything. I wanted to be there for my family, and yet all these things still had to get done. I was worried that I would spend this time too busy and miss it. Until I found the secret. Partnering with God, even in our home life. In this podcast, you will find tactical tips for homemaking, help for your low-tox journey as well as biblical parenting so that you will find God's joy and experience His peace in motherhood. Welcome to Wholesome Mama. It's time to go grab your cup of tea, reheat it because you know, and let's get into today's episode. All right, I have a treat for us today. I'm funnily enough, sitting on the other side of my friend Janessa, and she's also recently become my PT, which has been fun for her. I'll say that, fun for her. (laughs) But Janessa, we are going to have a conversation today around people pleasing and identity and all the goodness. But before we get into it, can you just share with us who you are And I'd love you to share to just quickly your story on what led you to do what you're doing now.
1: Yes, so good. So good. Can I first also just chime in and say that Elise is a freaking weapon? Like (laughs) she's not giving herself any credit here, but she literally shows up to her PT sessions with me and she smashes it. And I like to give her compliments, which is literally the truth, by the way, that yeah you you're miles ahead like you've got the foundation and she smashed it so I need to chime in and first of all say that because literally we need to honor that about you (laughs) and yeah also yeah relevant to the whole topic of like yeah people pleasing and identities and and even I feel like a big part of all of this too is letting yourself be like fully expressive like of who you are and the person that God's actually made you to be like in him in his image literally so that you can play full out and not belittle or you know search for answers in other people and all of that stuff so we'll get to that um but a bit of my backstory um so I guess uh oh my gosh where do I start um so I've been a personal trainer now female specific personal trainer for the last seven years um and all throughout Australia I started on the Gold Coast moved to Canberra and now in Newcastle with my own little boutique personal training studio which is a bit of fun um and also doing whole heap and like my true true like the bigger picture of things um my true calling I believe is yeah the whole the deeper level of things like mindset coaching and mentoring women on that deeper level more than just like the behavioral or like the physical but getting to the real heart of things like the mental emotional root of yeah why we do what we do and what makes us tick so Um, yeah I kind of that's what kind of I guess led me to yeah the whole journey is I like to see my life as literally the test dummy I my life is the guinea pig and it's like (laughs) I've had so many literally so many challenges and multiple identity crises now I'm almost 30 and it's like I'm at this stage of my life now where I'm like I welcome like I actually welcome the challenges because I know that there's so much growth on the other side and to share that with other women so that they can find literally like so much healing and growth and just like full full potential like on the other side of like who the person that God made them to be like really tap into that person that is like literally why I'm here on this planet it's like I, I actually used to think that my calling was to help women uncover like their confidence and yeah all of that which I mean goes quite hand in hand with personal training and you know changing your physical body but then after in when was it 20, 2021 so the year before last year I had I went through postpartum anxiety and depression after the birth of my little girl which like literally my greatest dream to become a mom so incredibly unexpected and like and also like the whole cycle of beating myself up because I this is what I love and this is the stuff that I study like why am I experiencing you know feeling stuck and trapped and all of these feelings which was just so not me you know and so that was like a huge gateway to then dive deeper into this stuff and yeah really uncover like what what is the root cause like where is this coming from and how do I not only you know fix you know fix the problems that I'm seeing but really love on myself because at the end of the day it's not about fixing or you know perfecting as so many people do or even people pleasing you know it's at the end of the day it really is about loving and at the end of the day like that's why we're here I believe like literally to know love and to be loved so that other people can receive love literally at the end of the day
0: yes yes that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. I wanted you to share that because I know that so many women um, go through things like that, seasons like, uh, particularly postnatal, um, postpartum, postpartum, depression, anxiety, yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah. it is. Um, and, but we we do it because I had it after my daughter, um, after my second child, my first daughter, and it's it's so hard because you almost go through it in secret. Yeah. Totally. And you are going through all these emotions and these questions and like reevaluating everything in your life and you're doing it in in the quiet moment. So I yeah, wanted you to share that kind of as a uh almost foundation for this conversation that we're gonna have today. So can you let's get into people pleasing because I think that this. This is a huge conversation. And I know that when I asked some mums who I know listen to the podcast, like, what what do you want us to talk about? And people people pleasing was an option that they gave mm-hmm. them. They were all people pleasing because I so struggled with that. Um, like it's a it's such a thing that um particularly us as women struggle with. So can you share with us? Let's let's start with what is people pleasing. What is people pleasing and what is it that makes us do it
1: why do we do it yeah oh so juicy let's go straight straight to the deep end end. (laughs) i love it yeah so i guess even probably my definition of people pleasing like it might sound harsh but honestly seeking that like i mean there's the harsh and then there's the reason behind it i believe it's like the harshness of like looking for that validation externally of yourself it's like going to the world literally to other people whatever it is external of yourself or of God literally to find that enoughness and I I truly believe like just the study that I've had and literally my life being the guinea pig and working with so many women at this point it's like I really believe that the core fear that's we've all got like the core fear of humanity is feeling like that you're not enough and that you'll never be enough and no matter what you do it's never enough and it's like this deep centered this sense of you know wanting to belong and that's why we people please and I'm a huge believer that there, like there really is a positive intention behind everything that you do or don't do and like another way to say that is there's a deeper desire or an unmet need right that's just looking to be met and we all have this very deep-seated need to belong right and we go looking in it for you know our husbands or you know teachers growing up or parents is a huge one because at the end of the day like even like god like god gave us our parents and it's like we looked up to them for so much love and guidance and acceptance that we're enough but at the end of the day like the truth is like the only one where we the only person that we can ever find true belonging and wholeness in is literally jesus like i am a huge believer in that and like my background being christian like it can't be found in the world or with other people and even if you are a christian and you're struggling with people pleasing it's not about you know condemning yourself or you know beating yourself up for that because we are we are true like all humans like the harshest judges are literally ourselves but it's like the lies that we tell ourselves and believe that we need to you know please or perform or whatever it is in order to be accepted to be approved by other people but really we're looking for that acceptance from jesus i believe
0: yeah it's a like a tension isn't between like i'm i'm enough me but then like no actually i'm not enough as me jesus is enough for me i don't need the approval of totally you and and i find it funny like making friends is lot. <laughs> That doesn't get talked about how I don't know if it's just me, yeah,
1: but yeah, how
0: it can be to make friends as an adult. Because as a kid, it's like, hey, yeah. Let's go play in the sandpit together. All right, let's be best friends. No, totally. Friendship was made, but mm-hmm. um, and then as you said, with relationships with family, particularly siblings and parents, that people pleasing is huge because you don't want to um, I know for me, I was a peacekeeper. Like, I just want to keep the peace. Mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm. I don't want any conflict. I, oh I will God. do nothing, say nothing. I just want to keep the peace, which I have learned now is different <laughs> to peacemaker. Yes, yes. Very different things. But that was me growing up. And so that was something that I very much had to learn and learnt very much the hard way of like letting people take advantage of you Mm. um, because you were someone who just said yes because you want to fit in, you want to belong, as you said. So what would you say is, or would you say there is like a root cause? You kind of touched on the identity, but is there more um, the parallels along with that of fear? Yeah. Those behind people pleasing. Do you know, let's get into that.
1: Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah. So it's like, well, it's so funny because the whole, like one thing I share with my client, truly it's like, I, I'm i a huge believer, like literally there's like a battle going on literally every single second of the day. And it's this battle between love and a battle between fear. It's like, you know, the angel on your shoulder and the devil on your shoulder. And it's like these con- this constant like towing like to and from each side. And it's like, the, I don't know if you've ever heard of the analogy, but the wolf you feed is the one that wins. Right. And it's like, God has given us this beautiful gift of free will. And every second of every day, like we have decisions that we get to make that only we can make because of our gift of free will. And it's like, am I making this decision from a place of love or is it coming from a place of fear? And one thing I found is that if it's 1% doubt and a lot a lot of the time like people pleasing comes from this lack of self-trust in yourself like this self-doubt right and it's like if it's one percent doubt it's fear and if it's fear it's all fear but the minute that it is perfect love perfect love casts out all fear and so all fear is combated literally from love and all you need is just that one percent of love and it expands it grows this is where the identity thing comes in because it's so easy to put yourself as you know the label of your roles or responsibilities like that's the way that we've been brought up that you know I'm the helper I'm the nurturer a big one for me has being that hero identity which I'm unlearning and unraveling and it feels so raw because you're like well if I'm not that helper if I'm not that hero who am I and you just feel so naked and bare and just like exposed but it's I find it so fascinating because it's like like truly, like I just wrote some notes before and it's like the invitation, like as a Christian, it's like the invitation is to actually receive a new identity. It's not about fighting for it. It's not about people pleasing or striving to achieve this thing. It's like actually receiving. It's actually like, I believe like in Jesus, like we don't lose like who we are, like our true selves. We actually become our true selves by faith through grace. And it can only be found in him because he is pure love. Like he is the truth. And so it's like when you can understand even like these definitions of love, what is love? God, in my eyes, like what is fear? Literally, like the opposite. And then it's like freedom and forgiveness comes in and you're finding truth because it's like, like forgiveness bridges the gap between love and fear. And it's like Jesus dying on the cross, like perfect example of this. But it's like when you can unlearn and forgive yourself, even for simple misunderstandings or like beliefs lies that you've bought into that's when you change who you actually are and who who like who you see yourself as the way that god actually sees you mm. like you are a reflection of him and so yeah like i feel like there is like so much biblical truth in all of that it's just so profound and so so much that we can't even understand it ourselves because we are so limited by our human minds literally at the end of the day
0: Yeah. I love that there is so much biblical truth in this. And this is why I wanted you to come on and have this conversation with you because it's like one thing for us to understand the mind and our mindsets and how we can unlearn things that we've grown up learning and how we can create new habits and build that and all those things. But it's actually another thing to root it in the word of God. Like it's another thing to understand it's almost like the next layer really Mm -hmm. um you know and he's the one who created our minds so yeah
1: well this is it's so it's so funny because like even like myself personally like i said like my life is the test dummy and i'm currently unlearning this hero identity that i put on myself and at the same time it's been quite innocent because you know i had trauma happen to me like big t trauma when i was a little innocent child like three four years old that I didn't even know about until 20 years later. And so I'm unraveling all of that in my 20s. But mm-hmm. it's like when you like when things happen or you make like, you know, make your brain makes meaning of the world, right? And you like put this label on yourself as I am this or you know, I I am the people pleaser, I'm I am the all or nothing girl, all these different um labels and identities really that we put ourselves under. It's like when you undo all of that. It's like I said, like it's so real, it's so raw, but myself too, like even knowing like my personality is like very much like high achiever, a bit of perfectionism, like enthusiastic kind of challenging kind of person. And for me personally, it's like, I must find the best way. Like I have to find the most perfect way, the most perfect truth. Like I have to be competitive about it because I need to achieve big things, whatever it is. And it's like, I can't disprove for so me personally, that God is real. Like I can't deny that personally, because I truly believe that the Bible is truth. Like the word of God is like actually true. Like there is no truer fact than the word of, Bible, of what the Bible says. And so me being competitive in my nature that God gave me, it's like, <laughs> I'm un- unlabeling myself as the high achiever and, you know, the perfectionist and people please like all of these tendencies. And it's like, truth to me is Jesus at the end of the day if you ever have a problem if you ever have a battle if you ever have a struggle all of it like you can go back and uncover all of it and it's like oh my gosh a hundred percent of the time the answer is always Jesus it's always love fear love fear and it's like oh underneath it all like underneath all of the anger the frustration oh my gosh I did it again I shouldn't have done that underneath it all is actually love like wanting to be seen and heard and understood. And just be held and know that like what you're experiencing is actually valid rather than looking for it. You're like allowing love to encapsulate your heart and receiving that. And that is literally like so profound and so beyond what our mind can understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, that it's all the truth is found in. his the way, the truth and the life. So, yeah. but even these little things that we, you know, you might think, Oh, well, he's got like, he's God. And yeah. He's God. But I'm like just a little, one little me human who's like having this little mindset crisis. <laughs> but he cares enough to come in and be truthful for you in that situation. I just think that, you know, that just shows his kindness. And yeah. But one thing that you kept saying that I want to come back to was this idea of unlearning. Mm-hmm. Learning. I'm not the people pleaser. That's not what I identify with anymore. I'm not the hero. Can you talk us through how, maybe even you could share how you came to the realization of, I have labeled myself. I have put on the identity of, I need to be the hero. How do, like a mum who's sitting there, who's going, I am really, I really struggle with people pleasing. How can she recognize what exactly in it is the label um, yeah. that she ne- then needs to unlearn?
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is really good, and it really is so huge if you are want- wanting to to like actually change your life and to like change the results that you're having in your life. Like maybe you're in a place that's really dark and you feel stuck and trapped, and just like I did, literally a couple of years ago in the newness and the overwhelm of motherhood. It's like It's so common and there can be so much guilt and shame attached to that when, you know, you should be happy for the baby and, you know, the things that you prayed about and all of these things. And it's like, you can get so caught up in those labels, right? And it's like, how do I know like what the label is that I'm putting on myself? And like one way that I, I mean, it it really helps to have conversations because you can pick up on this stuff when you're talking to someone, just how they see themselves, like what lens do they see themselves through? and it's like when you pay attention to your own language and it's like the words you use it's like um like I like I am statements huge one but also like that is me it's like I am that like you it comes out in the language that you use whether you're conscious or not that's a really huge giveaway of like how you do see yourself um and obviously like the behaviors that you do it's like are you always overextending yourself and you know this nature of self-denial denial denial especially for you know for moms and helpers you know naturally that identity of wanting to constantly help and to give and to nurture and it's like when like talking about unlearning it's like when you can see how your you know I work with people like on the levels of like you know your thoughts like your mindset your emotions and then your behaviors it's like When you can see the thing that's holding you back, like when you can see it, only then do you have the power to free it. Like if you are just conscious, unconsciously, like being this zombie walking out of these limiting stories, these lies that we are telling ourselves that we have to, like we feel that we have to live up to as a, you know, helper, I must help until, you know, there's nothing left to give, overextending yourself. Like that's when you know, okay, like I can see that this is creating an unwanted result and a limiting result in my life that's when you can go back and change it and the process of literally changing that and it sounds so simple but it's a lot more complex than it is when you're actually going through it but it's always first building that awareness so you can see it then you can change it the next level is literally literally meeting it with compassion because our default right the nature of the ego is to judge is to fix is to you know make better but it's actually not about fixing it all because you were never broken, right? Like it's actually about compassionately bringing awareness to whatever the limiting story is or the limiting behavior it is, like bringing love and compassion to that and like just fully embracing it for what it is. That actually fixes it and it goes away. It naturally moves on its own because that's all it was looking for in the first place. And so from that stage, that's when you can move forward and create more of the life that you actually want to live like who are you really underneath it all when you live out that truth and you take action from that place it aligns with like who you really are underneath everything it's like a beautiful analogy I like to use my clients is like if you've ever been in a plane and you know it's been a really cloudy day and you know you're flying in and you're above the clouds and you're in this beautiful blue sky but then you come down through the clouds and it's just like all clouds and it's like this dark storm it's like the blue sky is always there like you at your core is all like you are always you we just have these dark clouds these lies these limiting stories and situations that we make mean something about us but they're never actually personal Our minds are so limited that we make up stories our ego makes up stories that says that, you know, you are your thoughts or you are your emotions or you are your behaviors, what you do or what you don't do. But that's actually not true. That's just how society has, you know, we've all been raised at the end of the day because it's been passed down from generations to generations that this is the way it is. But that gives us such a limited life and we can't, we literally can't be the person that God has actually called us to be. And we can't embody that in its, in its entirety.
0: Yeah. I love too, that the first the first point you shared and then what you have just said then is we have to recognize it, like mm-hmm. we have to recognize. And I think for a lot of us, for a lot of the women that I've talked to who have come out of people pleasing. Yes. <laughs> um, they've said like, they've kind of laughed about it. Like almost it's a, um, I can't think of the word, but almost like it's that's their way of coping with it. that they yeah oh yeah that's so me I'm such a people pleaser and that's their like laughing about it is their coping strategy and their the way that they have security around that whereas actually to recognize that it's a lie it's rooted in fear and it's not actually who I am at the core because I don't need to believe the lies that that if I if I say no someone won't like me if I don't do this, then I'll be rejected. If I don't do this, then my family will be angry at me. Like that, that's where it starts. It starts by actually getting rid of the facade of, like, oh, yeah, I'm such a people pleaser. Ha, 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 ha. To actually, I am and I have the ability mm-hmm. to create change in my life for the better.
1: Oh my goodness. Preach. Yes, 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 yes. Literally all of what you just said, 100%. One thing, um, one thing I like to break down for my clients is from like a human behavior and like psychology point of view, like when you actually feel like your greatest fear, like this fear of that you don't belong, that you're less than, you're insignificant, you are not good enough. When you believe that that's coming true in, you know, through self-doubt, through, you know, Perfectionism, whatever it is, right? Rejection. When you feel that that's coming true, you'll do one of three things all of the time, like all of the time. One, you'll either try and hurt the person that hurt you that made you feel less than. You'll two, you'll try and hurt yourself as a means to just you know deal with whatever's going on. And then three, you'll try and distract yourselves as a like as a way of coping. And a lot of times it is through laughing at yourself, laughing it off, like making it lighthearted. Oh, it's not a big deal but then you know that weird feeling underneath it all it's like oh there's actually so much truth in what I was joking about it's like Mm -hmm. it's like a painful laugh it's like ah okay that actually hurts but I'm not going to deal with it because I don't know how to deal with it right and that's what keeps us stuck on that hamster wheel and nothing changes if nothing changes right like you have to first be willing to see it but also to know that it's not scary and it doesn't have to be hard so many people have the limiting belief and it's unconscious a lot of the times that success has to equal struggle. And oh my goodness, has that perpetuated my own life for me to want to work through the weeds and see the real truth. Like what is really true? Where has there been evidence in my life that I've had success? You know, I have fit in or whatever it is, the thing that you're longing for. Where, what areas of my life have I seen that I've had success and it's been easy oh my goodness, when literally Elise came to me for a coffee date and we did a PT, like, oh my gosh, successful. I got a client successfully. And it was so easy because it was, you know, it was rooted in love. It was coming from that place of love, not from a place of need or scarcity or fear or lack, you know, and there's always these polar opposites. And at the end of the day, all we are looking for is to be accepted, to like be accepted by others, but most importantly by ourselves at the end of the day. Hmm. I love to what you
0: just said about what is your motivation behind it? Because all these, like we can do things, like we can say yes and do things for people, but it'll be either out of service and serving other people and adding value to their lives and, or it's out of self. What can I gain from this? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the time with people pleasing, I find is that it's, and I just thought of this when you were saying like, because it was rooted in love, not, Yeah, But with people pleasing, a lot of it is, well, I need to do this for you so I can fit in, so I can, whatever it is, but it comes back to, I'll do this. So I, yes, I'll serve you. So you, Mm I'll, I'll do this for you so that you can go on and do this. It's I'll, I'll do this, but for what I can get out of it. And I think that that recognizing that is a huge, huge thing.
1: Mhm mhm totally yeah you have really hit the nail on the head it's like like one thing i i love to share is genuinely like this is why motive matters like when you can as like one of the highest most like the highest investment that you can actually make like as a skill in your life is cultivating the skill of discernment and the coolest thing about skills like i'm a personal trainer like skills is like the thing the more you practice the better you get And then how quickly do you want to master that skill? Just practice it more and more and more and more. So once you practice discernment and being able to trust yourself, like self-trust is a big one when it comes to people-pleasing, because it's like, how can I trust myself and back myself when I'm not sure if that person's going to accept me, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's like first coming back to yourself and being like, wait, what am I not accepting? What am I not embracing about myself? Rather than projecting that fear onto someone else to try and make me feel a certain way which leaves you feeling like the victim anyway. It's like always outsourcing your well-being, Whereas when you insource back to yourself, come back to what is really true, back to Jesus, literally at the end of the day, love. That's when you find that wholeness, that completeness without anything externally changing. Like it's always like the the way that I coach is literally an inside out approach. It's not about the surface level behavioral, you know, fix on the outside. It was never about fixing. It was never about deserving or like any of that. It was all about actually receiving that invitation and self honoring at the end of the day, not self denial, but actually self honoring those unmet needs because we all have that need at the end of the day to belong, to feel like we are enough at the end of the day.
0: Mm.
1: Okay, let's get
0: practical for a moment because we could, I feel like we could just chat all afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> but how we've talked around the mindset, like, acknowledging it and then Mm -hmm. giving ourselves grace and compassion for it but how on a practical note how can we move past people pleasing
1: yeah beautiful yeah so I would say my three top tips and through both like literally like myself like having my own coach and then lived experience and then passing that on to other clients and seeing what's really worked and being really helpful in their lives because I have so many clients with the same stuff right the same kind of patterns and people pleasing that's not who we are it's just a pattern right Mm -hmm. and so I would say like number one 100% actually allow yourself the space to honor your needs you wouldn't be acting as that people pleasing kind of You know, pattern whatever the behavior is like looking for that people pleasing you wouldn't be doing that unless there was a deeper desire underneath it all like really go under the hood and look like what is it that I'm actually needing and maybe that takes journaling or you know something that you know will allow you the space to honor your needs and self-honor really at the end of the day yeah um number two I would say very much goes hand in hand receiving nourishment so not just honoring that need but actually allowing yourself the space to receive that's a huge one especially when you're constantly giving it out all of the time um and that could look like practically that could look like I mean it could be journaling like hand in hand but it could be even just doing something for yourself that actually tops up your soul like it could be literally having a beautiful gratitude practice or going for a walk out in nature you know these beautiful hormones that we get to access happy hormones like serotonin being out in nature and outside and um endorphins like moving your body like all these different things that we can do to really nourish and receive that nourishment and then the third really important one creating healthy boundaries because if you do not create those healthy boundaries and you know you're silently being that doormat for everyone else to walk on over because you are not grounded in wait a second, like that just that little bit of assertiveness and it's not coming from a place of, you know, fear of, you know, what is this person going to think of me? It's actually more about having those healthy boundaries and respect for yourself. Now I think that's really good. I think boundaries is a
0: huge one because a lot of the time we don't realize that our yes, when we say yes, 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 we're actually saying no to something else. Mm-hmm. And often I, and this is one thing that I probably learned, uh, when my son was little, yeah. was that my yes to everybody else was me, my, was me saying no to him. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. saying no to my marriage as a priority was me. But if you would ask me, absolutely, my marriage was like my mm-hmm. relationship with God was number one, my marriage, number two, my relationship with my kids, number three, like, mm-hmm. but how I was living my boundaries said very much otherwise. And yeah. so recognizing that my yes to any anything else is our yes is no to something else
1: one mm-hmm. recognizing
0: that um so yeah boundaries such such an important one
1: yeah, totally 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 and it's yeah like you like I even remember like going back to my early days of like when I first started as a personal trainer and I didn't know how to, have clear, healthy boundaries with clients. I would just, I would, I would be that people pleaser and I had not one single assertive bone in my body. And yet I realized the one thing that really shifted things for me personally was when I realized that I was actually doing other people a disservice by not having healthy boundaries and not, you know, confronting in a really loving, truthful way. You know, like if you hide behind that fear, that's fear, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, fear wins. It's the wolf that you feed. But if you are fueling that love, it's like, no, no, I'm actually speaking the truth in love. You will always win, always, 100% of the time.
0: Yeah. So just to finish on, do you have any tips on how to actually say no? Because I think this is where where a lot of us, Mm -hmm. especially if you have grown up like you and I did, um, grew up, people pleasing and that's just how and then all of a sudden you meet people with a no one like you cry and sweat a little bit but actually like how to because it's some, it's a skill you have to learn Mm -hmm. Uh, so do you have any tips around
1: saying no yeah no beautiful I the first thing that popped into my head was literally having personal integrity Like Mm. if you are saying yes to the things you know are actually in alignment to you, and if you're not quite sure what that is, you will learn very quickly by practicing, literally practicing, failing, falling on your face, but getting back up again. Because when you have that personal integrity and you're saying yes to the things that you actually want to say yes to and saying no to the things that just don't feel right, like another like literally another practical application something you can do is next time someone asks you a question you're like oh hey can you come over and mind the kids or you know let's go out and go for a drink and you're like I really don't want to but I feel like I have to say yes I would before I even reply to that person or even if they're in front of you like literally just take a break like rather than going to the natural default it's like automatic and so easy to say yes because you've always done it take a break and question like, wait a second, is this really what I want? Like, is this really what I want? And ask yourself internally and your body will give you clues. Like you'll feel a sense of peace when you say no. And that's when you know that that, that's actually the right decision. And the coolest thing is that other person will have a whole nother level of respect for you. And who doesn't want respect? Literally at the end of the day, (laughs) because you respected yourself. Yeah, and if they don't, well, then that's just them. Yeah, just that's there. On theirs, not your problem, totally.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love taking a break, like going, especially like it's harder if they're right there and you're like, you say, oh, let me think about it.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, I'll get back you need, to you.
0: Do you need to know right now? When can I let you know by? Yeah, perfect. And sort of learning that and even learning that first
1: as a, if that's a bit more comfortable for you than no. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not about being some grouchy grump, you know, like some grandma who used to always tell you no, and then you making it mean that that's a really bad thing. You don't want to be like that. Yes. It's having that self-respect and honoring yourself first.
0: Yeah. And even to, in that recognizing why you're saying no, because what you are saying yes to, I'm going to say no to girls night out because I'm saying yes to watching a movie with my kids because I told them that this Friday night we'd do a movie night. Like in recognizing in yourself, I'm saying no to this
1: because I've already said yes
0: to this. Yes.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. Having those healthy boundaries. So you're not overextending yourself. Mm. Yeah. So important.
0: Well, do you have any last tips or anything that you wanted to share as sort of a last, hmm.
1: last word? I would like to maybe leave everyone literally with just cultivating the practice of, is this decision coming from a place of love or is Mm -hmm. it coming from a place of fear? I feel like if you can create that as a new habit in your life and like any skill, the more you practice, the better you get. When you cultivate that inner discernment, this inner wisdom, like you will reap the rewards that go way beyond what you can even understand or comprehend because love always wins 100% of the time. Fear always loses, love always wins. And even if you think fear, you know, that inner doubt of, you know, what if that person won't like me because I said, no, that's still fear. You'll always lose. Whereas if love, you know, you're leading with that integrity, that inner discernment, that will always win. Mm, So good. So, so good. Well, thank
0: you so much for coming on and sharing with us. We did, we had a laugh at the beginning because I was like, let's try and keep it short and in (laughs) true us style, we did not. But that's, I think what we shared was so so important and I think is actually going, I know is actually going to bless so many women. So thank you for coming on. And can you just share with everyone where they can find you, where they can connect with you and, um, if anyone is thinking like I need Janessa to hold my hand and walk me through this mindset shift because I can't do it by myself, yeah. um,
1: where they can find you? Yeah, totally. So um, I hang out a fair bit on Instagram. My personal Instagram is ignite by Janessa, and then my new PT studio is satis.studio S A T I S dot studio for Newcastle. Um, and, yeah, I'm I'm currently taking on one-on-one mindset and mentoring coaching clients, which is all held online via Zoom. So you can apply through the link in my bio. So good. So
0: good. Well, thank you so much, my friend. It's been a pleasure chatting with you
1: for having me on.
0: Well, hey, Mama, how good was that conversation? I loved talking with Janessa and really debunking what it is to people please and have fear and what living in fear is doing to us and wow, we just covered so much goodness. And if you are listening to this episode in June 2023, so as it has come out, Janessa is actually offering free mindset coaching sessions. So if you heard her share something that you would love to get with her one-on-one to chat about that for your life and how that specifically applies to you, uh, she talks about negative talk, self-sabotage, people-pleasing, getting over fear so much. So you can head to the link in the show notes and connect with Janessa and say that you heard her on the Wholesome Mama show and you want one of her free sessions. So she is a Jesus-loving, generous woman whom I absolutely adore. And she's offering these to see how many women she can help throughout the month of June to break free of limiting mindset so that we can be all that God has called us to be. So make sure you go to the link in the show notes for that. And I pray that you enjoyed this episode. I pray that it blessed you and encouraged you. And I will be back with you next week for another episode. Well, that wraps up another episode. And I pray that you were blessed by today's conversation and really got something out of it for you to take into your motherhood this week. If you did get something out of today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review so I know that you're loving the show. You can also come and chat on Instagram. The handle is at Wholesome Mama. And don't forget, we have a Facebook community too with mums just like you who are in the trenches of mothering littles. So come and join us over there as well. The link for everything is always in the show notes. Have a beautiful week, mum. Be blessed and I will be with you next week.